Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you so much for joining us again today. It is Friday, June the 10th. Hope you've had a good week. It's been a busy week. It's been a great week. It's been a wonderful week. And uh, the summer is, it is uh, 100 miles an hour. And uh, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you love it. Uh, I like uh, Brother uh, Dan Bybee. He says it seems like from time to time we talk about things being busy with the church and lots of events. And he says something like this. says, I'm just glad to be a part of a church where something's happening. And uh, I, hope that's your, I hope that's your feeling as well. Um, when we get to heaven, um, we'll, uh, we'll get to rest, right? But uh, until then, we'll work till Jesus comes. And uh, by the way, I, I love it. And I, I'm thankful for the privilege we have to serve God. And I hope we don't ever... Uh, miss an opportunity that God gives us to serve Him. But we welcome you today on this Friday, and uh, we thank you for tuning in. Those listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, those that are uh, on the uh, podcast, those on the radio app, we thank you for joining us. Those watching on Facebook, and then those that are watching on YouTube today, we welcome you. And uh, even though you're really high tech, we still love you, and we thank the Lord for you, and uh, we appreciate you so much. Uh, Happy birthday today to Allison Story. And a happy anniversary today to Chuck and Melissa Harrison. I hope you all have a great day and may God bless you. Uh, Let's be in prayer for our church. Uh, Let's pray especially for our teens. They are at the teen retreat down in Lake Waccamaw. Uh, If you're wondering where that's at, if you go down 95 to Lumberton and uh, if you head east, Uh, from Lumberton, before you get to Wilmington, you'll come to a little place called Lake Waccamaw. It's a beautiful lake, and uh, it's a beautiful, uh, I say a campground, it's not a lot of space, uh, but the buildings are beautiful. Um, They've got all kinds of great activities. They have a gym, uh, they have a rock climbing wall. Kids can, they can do roller skating and ping pong and foosball and all of those things. And then they have the lake activities where the, the teens can go out and uh, they can ride on tubes uh, behind speedboats and uh, they can go out swimming in the lake and all that good stuff. Uh, but it's a wonderful time and it's got some good food. So if your teenagers come back and say, oh, we're starving to death, don't believe them, okay? They, there is good food at this camp. And uh, trust me, I've been to some camps where I would not say that. Uh, I've been to some camps where I thought, Lord, help us. Uh, I think I'm going to starve to death, but this is not one of those it's a great time. Hope you be in prayer for our teens. Pray for a great day Sunday uh, for our church and uh, pray for, uh, we got some uh, singing group coming in. We've got a guest preacher Sunday morning. He's going to do a great job. And then we have a missionary family with us all day Sunday. It's going to be a wonderful, a wonderful day. Let's be in prayer for uh, all of the ministries of our church. Pray for our staff. Pray for uh, all of our Sunday school teachers and choir members and uh, all the folks who have a part 
Uh, let's pray today for our shut-ins. Let's pray God give them a good day and pray for those who've lost loved ones and those who are dealing with sicknesses and all those things. Let's pray for them. Uh, I want you to hear a song, and after this song, we'll get into our Bible study. I think we're going to finish up today uh, Psalm 84. And so I hope you enjoy this song, and right after this song, we'll get into the Word of God. is broken, envyings tripe on every hand. No need to think that I'm gonna change it. These are the seats of mortal man. But the Lord has promised us heaven, a beautiful place not made with hands. And it's so good. So good Just to know It'll him. be joy When I see With him. great love It'll be joy When my Savior carries me home Oh, it'll be joy When my Savior carries me home Well, here we are, Psalm 84 I think we're going to try to wrap it up today. I've enjoyed this psalm. This is a psalm. It's supposed to be a joyful psalm. The inscription says, uh, uh, upon Giddeth, which Giddeth comes from the, the word that referred to the, the, the joy that came from the winepress. Uh, the, the, the wine in the Bible. Of course, I'm not talking about alcoholic beverages. Wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. I'm not talking about that. But, but the wine, the grape juice in the Bible always referred to joy, referred to happiness. And, you know, we need some Christians that'll get happy again. We need some Christians that'll get the joy of the Lord and uh, just get your focus off all the problems and all the negative stuff going on and get your eyes on Jesus. But this is a joyful psalm. It's for the sons of Korah. Uh, they were the ones who were the, the doorkeepers for the tabernacle. We saw in verse number 10, David reminds the sons of Korah, he says, for a day, one day in thy courts, O Lord, is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. He says, man, what a privilege it is to get to serve God. And uh, what a privilege it is to be in the house of God. Hope you never lose sight of that. So we saw 
uh, a love for the house of God. We saw a longing for the house of God. We saw yesterday that we ought to desire to live in the house of God. Now you can't. No, please don't come Sunday with your suitcase and your sleeping bag and your pillow and say, well, pastor said we got to live here, so we're just going to camp out here all week. No, 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 you can't live here, uh, but you ought to be here as much as you can be. Uh, we've had an opportunity this past week with revival. Uh, you could have, had you chosen to, and many of you did, you could have been here Sunday morning for Sunday school, morning service, Sunday evening, uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. You can come for soul winning and visitation Thursday morning at 10 and Saturday morning at 10. And then uh, we've got Kids Crusade coming up and we've got special uh, meetings and special services. And you say, I'd like to be here more. Well, come on over and we'll put you to work. But uh, there ought to be a desire to live in the house of God and to be where God is. And I understand that uh, we have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of us if we're saved. But the house of God is a special place where we assemble to worship God. The church, it's God's idea. Today I want you to notice in verse number 5, I see some things that we can learn from the house of God. Uh, a learning from the house of God. Notice verse number 5. It says, Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them, who passing through the valley of Baca, they make it a well. The rain also filleth the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. O Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob, Selah. We see some lessons we can learn. Verse 5, a lesson we can learn from the house of God is that our strength is in God. <laughs> Your strength is not in yourself. My strength is not in myself. My strength is not in your ability, and your strength is not in my ability. But our strength is in the Lord. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee. Boy, that'd be a good lesson today. And you know where we learn that? We learn that when we get to the church house. Because in the church house, we hear Bible preaching and Bible teaching, and we spend time in prayer and we realize how much we must rest in the Lord, how much we must rely upon His strength. Then we see another lesson in verse 6. It talks about passing through the valley of Baca, B-A-C-A, Baca. And it says when you pass through that valley, make it a well. Now, we say, what in the world are we talking about? Well, Baca means a place of weeping. So what do we learn from the Valley of Baca? Well, we learn that weeping is a part of life. But the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. You know what we learn in the Valley of Baca? That the, the heartaches and the, and the sorrows that you're going through, they're not going to last forever. And although you, you do shed some tears, can I tell you, that, that, those tears may last for a night, but there's joy coming in the morning for the child of God. We learn another lesson. It's found in Psalm 126. It says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Now, I'd like to just go straight to the reaping, right? I'd like to go straight to the joy. But the Bible says if you're going to reap in joy, you first are going to have to sow. You're first going to have to plant some seeds, and there's going to be some tears involved. Uh, but from those tears, God can bring forth great joy. Here's another lesson. It says in verse number 6, Who passing through the valley of Baca. Did you know when we go through that valley, we don't stay in that valley. 
Don't live your life. Don't spend your life with a life of sorrow and a life of, uh, of weeping and everything's so bad and everything's so terrible. Don't stay there. Don't, don't live there. You got to pass through it. You know what that means? You just got to keep going. And when you get in that valley, sometimes it means you not only keep going, but you have to start climbing. You have to get out of that valley. You have to get to that next mountaintop. But when you pass through the valley, make it a well. And by the way, a well, a well is a good thing. That well gives you a supply. That well gives you water. That well is where you can go back and you can draw from in the future. Maybe there's times where you go back to those valleys of your life and you remember it was in the valley where God was so good. And you remember in the valley, God was faithful. And it was in the valley that God took care of you. When you pass through the valley of Baca, make it a well. Uh, the rain also filleth the pools. Verse number eight, O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob, Selah. We learn in the, in the, uh, the uh, Psalm, 80, uh, Psalm 84, we learn the lesson to pray. Boy, don't forget to pray. Ere you left your room this morning, did you think to pray? Verse number nine, we learn a lesson that, O God, our shield, uh, uh, and look upon the face of thine anointed. We learn that God wants to be your shield and God wants to be your protection. Verse 11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. We learn in this psalm that God, his grace and his glory can be real in your life. You just got to open your eyes. You just got to see it because God's grace and God's glory, they're everywhere. God has done so many things for us, but so many times we fail to recognize that we fail to see it. And then we see in verse number 12, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. I think we learn in this psalm the lesson to trust God and watch him bless our lives. You see, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. Now, the problem with trusting is that trusting takes time. And trusting means that you have to take your hands off. Uh, you know, you're, 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 you're being taught how to ride a bike. And I, I remember this. I remember some very interesting uh, situations learning how to ride a bike. I had some pretty bad falls. But, you know, you want those training wheels on or you want mom or dad holding the rails. But eventually they got to let go. And when, when, when they let go then you've got to be able to just keep on going, right? Well, so many times we want to be the ones that are holding on. We want to be the ones that are keeping things steady. But there's times where you got to take your hands off and you just, you got to let God do the work. You got to trust Him. Uh, you've got to believe Him and let Him bless your life. And you have to realize that God does a better job of blessing your life than you do of blessing your life. Let God have His way. Trust Him. Being in the house of God uh, ought to help us to live more like God and more like He wants us to live. That's what we learn, I believe, in Psalm 84. Let's go back, if you would, verse number one. We'll close with this. How amiable, how lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. I know this is Friday. We've got you know another day till Sunday. But as we approach Sunday, I hope you'll walk into church this Sunday. And as you walk in, I hope you'll walk in and say, it's good to be in church. Not necessarily because, you know, the, the, the walls are beautiful or the, the floor is beautiful or the lights are beautiful. Although here we have a beautiful church property, a beautiful building. God's been so good to us. But when you walk in, I hope you'll say it's good to be in church because of 
the people that are there because of the presence of God, because of what takes place in the church, the worship and the praise of our God. I'm looking forward to a great day Sunday. It's our anniversary Sunday, and I hope you love being in the house of God. I know I sure do. I love you folks. God bless you. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.